Everybody, this is the tax lady, and this is our time to talk taxes on our podcast. We want to thank you for being a loyal listener. And of course, um, on Saturdays, if you want more of the same uh, and have an opportunity to ask tax questions, we are also live for an hour on uh, News Radio uh, 930 WBEN out of Buffalo, New York. It's an AM st- station. It's like the number one talk station uh, in the market. And so if you are interested and want to ask a question, you can call us at 8030930 on Saturdays or not star 930 on a cell phone. But our podcast is going on right now, and I just thank you very much for, for listening. At, I have Tiffany Fabian here. Tiff. Hey, happy day to you. How's it going? Snowy, snowy, snowy. A cold. And Christopher Fabian. Hello, Esther. Hello, Christopher. Okay, so it's really cold here in Buffalo, New York. Um, and if it's you guys watch, if you watch that game with the, the Chiefs, with the Chiefs, you'll you, a lot of broken hearts this week. I will tell you, but. We're, we are going to unbreak your heart when it comes to taxes because there's lots of changes, lots of money, and there's lots of angles. I think that's the really interesting thing. I was doing a, a television show this morning on uh, Channel 4, and the lady said, you know, what's, what would be a reason why somebody wouldn't want to do their own tax return? I said, because when you get all done using software, you don't know if you did it right. You don't know if you missed something. And we have a guarantee, and... And it isn't black and white. There are several situations where you really need to do something other than the obvious because that's part of the option. And one of that would be for the earned income credit. Right? Well, the earned income credit or the new the new child tax credit that they gave the advancement out to. I had a client that they file separate. They have two young children under six, and she always claims the children. And this year, I said, well, looked at her income. She made under 40000 I put the kids on his return. He got the full $7,200. And because her income's under forty under the 40000 she didn't have to pay back the 3600 She didn't have to pay back the advance that she, she got. She didn't have to pay back the advance. And he goes, this is why I don't do it myself. <laughs> right. Because I would never have figured that part out. And that's out. absolutely So true. what did you say? They are not married? So, no, they are married. So, okay. All right. So and let's talk separate? about this. Yeah. If you got the advanced child tax credit, right? Right. And she did. She got $300. 30, so she got $3,600. Right. And your income's under 40000 They basically pretend like you didn't get it. Correct. Right? So when they filed separately- he then took the children on his return, and he didn't get the thirty six hundred. Right. So then he didn't have to reduce the child tax credit on his end, and he got the full. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it just mine. He was blown away. And the same thing with the earned income credit. Let's say that you have children at home, and uh, you didn't work in twenty twenty one. Wow, if I was listening to this podcast, I would have to stop it and rewind and listen to that again. <laughs> I know. Wow. Anyway, so let's say you didn't work in 2021 and you have children at home and you think, eh, I'm not going to file. But you did work in 2019. They're going to let you use your wages from 2019 to base your earned income credit on for 2021. And people don't know that. Pretty cool. 
Pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I've done that several times. And there's several of my clients are like, I didn't even work in 2021, so I'm not going to file. But wait, if you have kids, you can use your wages from 19. Well, even if also, you even if you didn't, even if you don't have children, they've just expanded the earned income credit for people over the age of 65. And so, if you or, had wages in 2019, you can you can get it. Or if you didn't work, you had no income, you had children, you're still entitled to the child tax credit. Uh, that's exactly right. If you had children, if you had but children, but if you were right. a senior with right. no children and you didn't work in 2021, but you had wages in 2019, yep, boom, you get the earned income credit. Yep. Wow. So that's just and that's free money. It, yeah, it really, but I've never are... seen anything like this. It used to be that people came in to get their taxes done because they had to pay the government. Now they come in to get the money from the government. I mean, right. just a simple little thing. One of my clients the other day, <clears throat> she said, I couldn't get into last year. It was like a three-month wait, which I don't think it was. And so she goes, I used TurboTax. And she forgot on TurboTax to box check one of the boxes. And she, her 10-year-old, she didn't claim on TurboTax. Oh, my Yeah, gosh. so she didn't get the advance. And so Did I amended it. Did she get the it. stimulus? No, so I had to so double. Uh, yes, so you gave her double. Yes, but you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. So maybe she'll wait next time. Yeah, well, she yeah, well, came our, in this year, right? All right, so let's talk about some of these important changes, and we kind of touched on it. Earned income for senior, earned income credit for seniors. So it used to be that once you were 65, you couldn't get the earned income credit, right? But now that you're 65, if you had wages, even if you don't have children, you can get the earned income credit. And remember, cool. if you didn't have wages in 2021, you can use 2019. And boy, the market could really use the seniors working. I mean, so many people are in need, in desperate need of staff. So go get a job. Right, the, absolutely. The market needs you. All right. Then, the and like we said, the 2019 tax return for the earned income credit. And think about it. If you do have children. And you didn't work last year. You can use 2019. Correct. Yep. The money just. All right. And then if you're a New Yorker, if you're a New Yorker and you pay property taxes, the new form New York 229 uh, can get you a credit from 250 up to 350 if you're paying more than 6% of your adjusted gross income in property taxes. Correct. Right. Right? Yep. And then there's a little conversation. Um, we got to do a little dance. I mean, you know, we get these phone calls all the time. There is a guy who was calling for his dad. He's like, oh, my dad's right next to me. All he gets is Social Security and a pension of 4000 He doesn't have to file, right? And I was like, ah, oh, but wait, this year he qualified for the IT229, so he's got to file and he gets $350. Right. So, well, hello. Yeah. Very uh, good. Uh, it's interesting because I was talking to a client yesterday, and that was kind of how the conversation was. And I said, "But you'd get the you'd get the two two nine. And so he said, "Well, is there any reason we can't do this over the phone?" And I said, "No, there's no reason." And I did it over the phone. Yeah, this and I too. emailed him his for- forms. He s- sent them back to me, and away away we went. Yeah. <laughs> so, w- which is becoming the new option. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is understanding. Oh, you really don't have to come and sit with us. Right. You can just do it over the phone. You can do it Remote. over the computer. Yep. Okay, so that's the cool. new two two nine property tax payers. If you have a property in New York State that you live in, then you possibly can get that two two nine New York two two nine and get a refund of two fifty to three fifty. If it's not at least two fifty, you get zero. Right. Okay, and it's for people with income under two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> right. Yes. All the little caveats. All right. Um, 
The child tax credit we talked about for children under the age of six, $3,600, uh, over six, up to eight, up to 18, 3000 But you have to adjust for the advances that you got. Yep, exactly. And um, these advances, sometimes they send the stimulus letter to mom and say they gave you 3000 and dad 3000 right? So you have to see, did they actually get six or did they only get three? Yep. And then you have to be that, very careful. I know people are going to make mistakes. And that nifty that. little thing that Chris just talked about, that was what he was talking about, the advances and the child tax credit. Right now. And then and maybe pulling apart mom and dad. What's the cutoff at the top? Do you know for the... For the lower, before they so pay first, it back. So for a single or married filing separate, it's you don't have to pay it back if you're under forty thousand. Between so that's forty, the and, magic number. Yeah, between forty and sixty thousand for that for a single and had a um, single married filing separate. Between forty and sixty, you have to pay it back on a percentage based upon your income. Okay. Over sixty, you got to pay it all back. All back. And we for had oh sorry had a household. It's. Under fifty thousand and between fifty and seventy thousand, you got to pay some of it back. Over seventy, you have to pay it all back. Married filing joint, it's under sixty. You don't have to pay it back. Between sixty and eighty, you pay partial. Over eighty, you pay it all. all right, and, and we waited and separate of forty, and yeah. we waited a long time for that ruling to come down, didn't we? I mean, you kept checking on that. Or when did you? When did you finally get those figures? When you were doing we, the we, tax changes in, in about a month or two ago? Uh, right? Yeah. Okay. But, okay, so let's make that clear. If you got the advanced child tax credit and you are a married couple, let's say you make $120,000. One spouse makes thirty-five, dollars and the other spouse makes a lot more. The, if, the, if you file separately, that child tax credit is not going to count against as a payment, an advance payment for the person that got the child tax credit advance if their income is under $40,000 because they're not putting them on their tax return. Right. If they give them to the other spouse the, that they're filing separately from, that spouse is going to get the full uh, provided their income is under one hundred and fifty thousand, is going to get the full. No, it'd be seventy five thousand, wouldn't it? Wait, let's see. If it's if they're married separate, right? It'd be seventy five thousand for this for the other spouse. Well, he would. Oh, for where it cuts off, where it would would cut off for them qualify. Oh no, the child no, tax credit up to one fifty. Yeah. No, that's filing a joint return. No, I think that's. Well. Yeah, we'll talk about it anyway, but. You wouldn't Again. have they you that person would get the full thirty six hundred dollars or three thousand, right? And as Chris's client said, that's why he doesn't do it himself. Okay, uh, don't overlook stimulus if you didn't get it. I had a client in today who's he didn't put the child on his tax return last year. Neither parent did. They were fighting over him, and so we're claiming him this year, and he gets a $1,400 stimulus yep. for his child. Then I had another one who his income last year was too high to get the stimulus, right. and this year his income was lower, so he gets the stimulus. Or I had the one who did it herself and forgot to check the box and didn't claim her child, and so she got mm -hmm. the stimulus this year. So that's another thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? It is 75000 for married son. Okay, thanks. So that so that other spouse had to make less, less than, than seventy five, and then there's some people that they were dependent on somebody's return last year, so they get the stimulus this year, 
possibly, if the parents, for instance, made too much money and they didn't get the stimulus. Right. And because if you made too much money, you didn't get stimulus. Right. And so now- the, Over the 150. Yeah. Well, what's one, was it 160 with the 150 phase 150 to 160. Yeah. Was, well, yeah the phase for last year. Um, okay. And I noticed yesterday that I was getting calls from clients that said that the IRS is sending out notices that says they're going to seize people's bank accounts. And one lady in particular said, I sent the letter with a payment in oh, six yeah. months ago, and they haven't cashed my check. And they're saying they're going to come and seize my bank account. Mm -hmm. And it scares the bejeebers out of me. They and really, I said, you should be scared. They've really you better contact yeah. them and let them know that they're they they have your check and maybe you want to stop payment on that check and reissue and then they'll waive the penalties and interest. The IRS has dialed it up their collection um, efforts and so you really got to be careful. Yeah, they really have no messing around. I have clients who they're garnishing their social security <clears throat> and we've done I've done things to and get the it thing reversed. Is the, right. And they're doing this and it isn't the taxpayer's fault. Right. Because they just haven't processed the information. Right. So does just sit there and say, well, I know they're wrong. Well, in the meantime, they take away your bank account. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you spend the time on the phone with the IRS. And especially uh, they can contact us and we have a practitioner hotline. Yep, we do. There was um, yesterday the wait time was three minutes. So I, I don't know if they have all their staff ready to go for tax season, but the wait time has been And I, yesterday I also had a client that we use a practitioner hotline. Her refund was sent to the wrong bank account and they retrieved the money and sent it back to the IRS. Oh. But that was last year. She still hasn't gotten it. And she talked to them about three months ago, and they said, 50 days and you'll have your refund. Well, it's, it's been, been 90, 90 days, and she still doesn't have a refund. So I talked to the practitioner hotline, and they said, 50 days and she'll have her refund. So, <laughs> you know, but the important thing is if you haven't gotten your refund, it hasn't been processed from 2020, make sure that you contact the IRS, contact us. We'll make sure that we get to the bottom. Yeah. And if um, there's a hardship, for instance, I was talking to the practitioner line and the person hasn't gotten their refund and they keep extending the, the the field goal, the downs, they just keep pushing it off longer and longer. If there's a hardship, we can do a 911 and get an advocate involved. So it has to be some sort of financial duress. Right. Okay. Um, the, the, another big thing, I had another client the other day, brand new baby um, and, and and a toddler. He's got a two-year-old and a brand new baby. So, and they both work. So who are you paying for daycare? And they said, no one. Uh -oh. And I said, wow, those kids are really something. They're staying home all by themselves. <laughs> uh, well, actually, my mom is watching them. Do you pay your mom? No, I don't pay my mom. You know, there's this brand new credit this year, the daycare credit, where you could get a refund up to $8,000 if you paid your parents. Well, actually, I'm paying my parents, but I don't, she doesn't want to claim it. Well, if your mother, how much are you giving your mother? $5,200 a year. Okay. So if your mom claims it and takes all the expenses for her making this money that she's entitled to, she might only have $1,000 left to pay taxes on. And so she might owe two or $300 in taxes. And if you pay that, then, and then for your mom and dad, you will get refunds on the federal 
And, and there was another, they got an extra 2000 someplace else. The total daycare came to about 8000 They ended up with a $4,000 refund. Yeah. And the parents might owe two hundred dollars in taxes, and so, so just, they come out thirty eight hundred dollars ahead. All you have to do is pay her liability for you, her, right? And then you're whole, I and said, you're ahead, pay for ahead, your mom ahead. And dad's have that that a professional does right. the tax return, so they do the Schedule C, reduce it by the expenses, and then you get the four thousand dollar credit, and your mom and dad pay very little, if any, taxes at all. Plus, they'll get an earned income credit. Yep. Right. And you're and that mom is paying into Social Security, albeit not very much, but she's contributing to but, Social but, Security. Right. But the earned income credit's gonna cover the social yep. security expense. It is. So the so they so they on the phone with their mom and dad and the mom said, Are you sure? <laughs> yes, we're sure. Well, first of all, her obligation is to claim the money. Right. Right. Even if it wasn't this big benefit. Mm -hmm. But this year the credit is fifty percent. Of the first eight thousand dollars you pay for daycare, which would be four thousand, or fifty percent if that's for one child, fifty percent of the first sixteen thousand you pay for daycare for two or more children, that's an eight thousand dollar credit. Now these are refundable credits, mm -hmm. so that means that they're sending you the money back. That's right. So just to put it into plain sight, just, let's let's say we got a family of five with income of twenty thousand dollars. Right. All right. They would get an earned income credit, federal and state, of about $8,000, okay? If they had two children under the age of six and one child over the age of six, under the age of 18, they would get a child tax credit of $10,200. If they pay daycare for the younger ones of $6,000, the daycare credit would be with with the state of New York, $3,600. So this family would get $8,000, $10,200, $3,600, or a refund of $21,800, which is $1,800 more than the wages that they earned, which to <laughs> me is a lot of money. People are walking out with huge refunds, and especially obviously, if you children. You would adjust this, the child tax credit, by any advance that you mm -hmm. got, unless you opted out. Now, I just had a gentleman in who had opted out. He only got one payment of 250 and he opted out. So you you reduce the child tax credit off the tax return by whatever you got in advance. Yep. Right? Yeah. I mean, what you don't know is definitely going to hurt you when it comes to taxes. I mean, my gosh. I mean, I just had a caller today. Well, I I work, but I have this little business and uh, this is the first year I made money, so I'm going to put it on my tax return this year. It's the first year I had a profit. Oh, wait. So you're saying you had losses for the previous years. Well, if you had a loss, that would have reduced your income, right. which would have increased your refund. Right, right. But I don't want to put it on my return. Right. Well, maybe it was a hobby, and this year he's finally making a profit. You know, right. Obviously, there is no loss that's allowable on a hobby. Right. But if he was really trying to make money... Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the thing is, if you can get a taxpayer like that to sit in front of you and you can you can f kind of fish through the the logic and yep. say, wait a minute, you were trying for two years to make money to this year. You broke through. Look at we can amend those last two years returns and get you some money back. That's right. Plus interest. That's right. That's the stuff that is exciting. Right. The other thing is uh, people that are concerned about um 
what happens in the event that you're the executor on an estate. A lot of a lot of estate things, a lot of trust things. Um, of what the basis is? I had another client today that called and said that she had just sold a house that her sister gave her, and. She said, I had an appraisal, so I know how much it was worth when my sister gave it to me. Right. And I said, well, that doesn't help <laughs> because if your sister gave it to you, it goes back That's to what right. your sister exactly. paid for the house plus any improvements. And she said, well, that was only 85000 and we sold it for 200000 <laughs> Well, if it's a gift, it goes back to the donor's basis plus improvements that you made yep. plus expensive sales. That's right. Less what you're going to sell it for. Right. Exactly. But if she inherited it, then you get the stepped up basis, which is really wonderful. So you get that stepped up basis. Plus you get to write off any improvements that you've done or the real estate commissions after and it's inherited. After it's inherited and the lawyer fees. So a lot of times my people that have inherited, you usually sometimes will have a loss. Of course, you can only take a loss up to three thousand dollars a year each year until it's completely used up. But it's really beneficial to have that stepped up basis. So before you're going to just sign over the deed to somebody, make sure you give us a call and do some tax planning, you know? Right. And the other thing is use of the IRA. Let's say somebody is going to start to phase out on their child tax credit because their income is too high, and they and maybe one of the spouses don't doesn't have a pension plan, and you can put seven thousand dollars away in an IRA. That might be enough to get the full yeah. thirty six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the IRA tool is really 000. really good. Right, something so, you can and, use. And the who's IRA. paying for most of the money to go in your IRA? The government is that. Right. It's not you. The government's going to reimburse you for almost half of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and then you might qualify for the retirement savers credit, which is done on an eighty eight eighty. And then I also want to tell people this year: don't forget that there's a retirement. I mean, the energy credit. So if you did new windows, new front door, garage door, hot water tank, furnace. Or bought or rolls. bought an EV, right, right, right. What's an EV? An electric, electric vehicle. vehicle, right? Yeah, Be, and those those Tesla. are big. Those are big credits. They are really big credits. Yeah. So, but the bottom line is, if you need wonderful tax help for a reasonable fee, you can go to egtax egtax dot com. You can go to our um, web page, ask the tax lady. You can write us a tax question or we have 32 offices you can call and talk directly to a human yeah. being, and I want which to say, is also another thing. Yeah, I if think. you get a letter, don't just put it in the top drawer. Don't ignore it. Just give us the letter. Have us look at it. It doesn't cost anything. Even it's if just we didn't do your that return. You don't look at it. That's Even right. Even if we didn't do your yeah. return. Yeah, yeah. And it's so cool. You're right. When you talk to the 30, you could talk to the offices. Right. And then you can, like all day long, we answer tax questions. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. And and that's a wonderful thing. The other thing is, uh, don't forget on the state of New York, if you're a New York taxpayer, that um, just because it's not deductible on the federal doesn't mean it isn't deductible on New York State because they have two separate kind of rules. And then I was just doing, I was just answering tax question before the show. It was a guy who was doing his own return and he thought the stimulus money was taxable. It is not taxable. You do have to reconcile it on the Schedule 8, but it is not a taxable event. Simply on the Schedule 8, if you didn't get it, it, you can capture it now, That's exactly but right. it's not taxable. That's exactly right. Well, until next week, 
Um, we thank you for li- listening to our podcast. I'm Esther Golias, the tax lady from EG Tax. Again, our website is egtax.com. Listen to us on Saturdays on WBEN at, from 3 to 4. Thanks, Chris Fabian, Tiffany Fabian. Well, thank you. Have a great, uh, great week, and we'll see you next week. New friends, new opportunities, new partners. E.G. Tech.